Today's Leading Women episode 313 with the wonderful Danielle Miller. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Danielle Miller. Danielle Miller is a brand stylist and strategist who works with women entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and entrepreneurs to help them craft a distinctive, memorable, and resonant brand that empowers them to rule the realm. With over 10 years in teaching and mentoring and six years of career coaching, Danielle is able to help entrepreneurs and solo professionals get authentic about branding through the framework of archetypes, appreciative inquiry, and empathy marketing. To her, branding is about standing up plus standing out. It's about embracing all the most wonderful parts of who you are and how you show up in the world. So women of the world, Miss Danielle Miller, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thank you for having me today, Marie. We are delighted to have you here, Danielle, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Danielle, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay, sounds good. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, I started my business actually back in 2007 and see being an entrepreneur as an evolutionary process. Um, we're constantly growing and, and changing as our experiences and beliefs and perspectives about the world change. So for me, my business was um, and, and, a, and continues to be really a process, a framework. Um, I started out in life coaching. Actually, I started out in teaching. I was a special education teacher for 15 years, and um, I decided to start my own business around life coaching. I was fascinated by that. Um, I wanted to make a bigger impact in the world and move outside of my classroom. And so I started a life coaching business and from there moved into the more specialized niche of career coaching. And then from there, I really got fascinated about four years ago with the whole aspect of personal branding and what that meant and how um, it's so 
so unique right now in the digital age, this, this time that we're in between creating a personal brand and, and having uh, a separation and yet an integration of who you are out there in the online space and out in the world and how you show up. So, so um, I started really focusing on that aspect and then um, came into the archetypal perspective of branding about three years ago. And that's really what my focus has been uh, since about 2011 is really figuring out how people can leave their imprint, spread their influence and make an impact through their personal brand and the use of archetypes. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence and this niche that you have carved out, um, personal branding, really is a, is a big thing, especially for, for us entrepreneurs, not only offline, but with our online businesses. So really great that you shared that one. But what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start this business and made you say, this is my business? Mm. That's a great question. Uh, I was teaching and... Um, had pretty much had a lot of autonomy in what I did in, in my teaching career. I worked, as I said, in this field of, field of special education and um, did not have a whole lot of rules and things that I had to follow. I was able to develop my own curriculum and teach uh, what I felt was important to the students that I worked with. And then there was a big shift and um, there was a lot of administration um, input and uh, rigid rules that needed to be followed. And, and I, I don't do well with that. And I remember sitting in my classroom one day and after my students left and, and I had had the, the principal come in and told me the way that my desks needed to be arranged and um, how I had to set up my classroom. And, and that was a very defining moment for me. I loved teaching, but um, hated the, all the other things that went along with it. And I decided that I, one of my highest values was autonomy and that I wanted to start expressing that fully in my life. And that was when I started my life coaching business. Well, what a great story. And I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that one because at some point, you know, there are times in our career that we feel like we are not able to express our creativity or we are kind of um, not, not, don't have that uh, freedom to be creative enough. And somehow that feeds our idea, that feeds that moment. We feel like, okay, this is the time for me to get out of it because a lot of our listeners wonder, okay, how is this business? business idea comes about or how do you know that, that this is the time for you to jump in so great that you shared that one so that our listeners can see for themselves as well but yeah. I would love for you to because obviously your your business has a vision to be the market leader in your industry and that resonates very well with particular portion of our listeners however they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out I I have a very powerful vision that, that uh, women entrepreneurs can be empowered to do the work that they want to do in the world to make a difference in a way that um, speaks to them and that they have the right and the power within themselves to have that if they want it. So that's really my my vision that keeps pulling me forward is, as I believe I'm, I am a conduit to helping women empower themselves and create this very strong brand that then 
enables them to be visible. It enables them to be confident and it enables them to do the work that they know that they're meant to do. Wow, what a compelling vision the element is. I mean, to be a conduit, empowering women to create a strong brand so that they'll be able to um, express their or to spread their message um, out there. Beautiful vision. And for our listeners out there, the great takeaway here is for you to create a vision and write it down. You know, it's really important, especially for our listeners who are just starting out to know where you want to go. And it starts with creating the vision, creating what, that, what right. you know, that inspires you to move forward so and also this vision is going to help you uh move where you want to go it will give you some sense of direction so, so for let's um for our listeners out there i challenge you to start creating that vision and writing it down is a big part of it mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely the, the your your mission is is where you are right now, the vision is really what you want to accomplish and how you in how you see the world being different, doing the work that you're meant to do. Absolutely. Now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Oh, okay. So I would say probably one of my my biggest traits is is I'm an optimist. Um, I absolutely believe that the glass is not only half full but it's overflowing. Um, and and despite you know challenges and setbacks, I absolutely truly in my heart believe that everything will work out for the best. Um, and that if I just keep putting the work that I want to do out there, that good things happen. Um, so that's one. I think another one for me is you could probably call it either stubbornness or persistence, <laughs> depending upon the day. Um, I, I'm, I'm a pretty persistent person and, and I don't give up easily. Um, I think that having a business of uh, being an entrepreneur requires a level of um, persistence and tenacity that you've got to really dig deep and find. And I think also as difficult as it can be as an entrepreneur, when we are inherently um, chasing bright, shiny objects, focus, you know, finishing one thing before you start the next focus is so critical. Wow. So optimism, persistence, and focus. I mean, these personal qualities or traits that Danielle just shared with us, we can all cultivate and adopt them in our lives. So that's opti- being optimistic, optimism, or in persistence, and focus. Really big on that. I remember my mentor, John Lee Dumas, of Entrepreneur on Fire. He used to, he has a, a definition of focus is, I mean, he has this acronym on focus, on focus on one thing one course until success and has like really implanted in my mind that it's really important to get that focus honed in. So great personal qualities or traits that you've shared that we all can uh, learn from. Now let's mm-hmm. talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being and to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you so what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today i think that um some of the biggest challenges have been um finding my voice 
Um, I, I think it's so easy when you start out as an entrepreneur, you, you know, you're in this learning mode and this researching mode and you want to take every, every program, every online course, every formula blueprint that's out there. Um, and you don't take the time to figure out who you are and what you stand for. And it's very easy to, um, try and mold yourself into somebody else's, uh, definition of success and into somebody else's formula and kind of get lost in that and then get really frustrated and get um, down on yourself when it, when it doesn't work. So I think that that has been one of my biggest challenges. Um, and for me, I, I just really had to step back and I had to do some deep inner work and figure out, you know, exactly who I was, exactly how I wanted to show up and really be unapologetic about it. Really say, okay, this is this is where I'm drawing my line in the sand. I'm not going to dilute my voice um, because I think it's what everybody else wants to hear. It's not fair to not only myself, but to the people that I am meant to serve. So um, that was, and that's an ongoing process. It's not just a once and done thing. We all have those peaks and valleys in building a business where, you know, we think, well, it would just be easier to follow somebody else's blueprint and just, you know, start doing things that don't feel good within yourself, particularly around the marketing piece of it and, and figuring out what feels good to you. I think that's been a, a huge learning curve for me um, and understanding, you know, how I want to market myself out in the world and what that looks like and, and what feels good and what feels resonant and aligned um, with, my method and the value that I have. So that's probably one of the biggest challenges. I think finding support sometimes can be a challenge. I've been very fortunate that my husband's very, very supportive. Um, I've been able to connect with people who have been mentors and role models and have been very supportive of what I want to do, um, but haven't been just people that say, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds great, but they'll offer very constructive feedback and um, help me build a better journey for myself. So that's been um, very, very important over the last seven years. All right. So finding our authentic voice out in the crowded marketplace, understanding how to market ourselves and finding support we need at times. And yes, these challenges that Danielle just shared with us, I'm sure somehow we can really, because I totally can relate to this experience and these challenges that you have shared, uh, especially starting out and you, you don't know, okay, what, who, who am I representing? What is my, what's the message that's unique to me? And it's really a struggle to find your, uh, to really know your yourself and what is that you want to put out there and who is it that what's that is uniquely you um and i continuously uh hone in this i mean it's it's a challenge that i know i'm sure we all at some point um have to deal with uh especially if uh, in, in the online and offline world to really find find what is our what is the niche that we want to stand out with and uh, also, of course um marketing ourselves putting up putting ourselves out there, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, and uh, big on also on what you said about finding support, support system around you. It really big, really important, especially starting out to really surround yourself with uh, with people that are, you know, supportive of you. And the good news is when we are sharing these challenges, like what Danielle just shared with us, we are able to support each other by learning from how uh, we're able to overcome them. So like what uh, Danielle just shared, 
we are learning from how she was able to overcome these challenges. So great that you have shared that one with our listeners as well. Now, let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Mm, that's a great question. Um, you know, it's. I think it's, first of all, you have to have a really deep understanding of yourself. Um, and like you said, I, I know for, for me, I don't find so much of a balance as I find an integration um, because it is, so, I know about myself, it's so hard for me to turn it off. Um, I've, I've tried, you know, different strategies over the years of, of, you know, shutting down my computer at a certain time or, um, you know, not taking phone calls or, or, um, you know, and some of those things are necessary with clients, you know, you have boundaries that you put in place, but, um, for those of us, you know, who are these, and, and I would say that's probably the majority of entrepreneurs out there, the, these creative minds that you have all these ideas. Um, I have found for me that just keeping my phone with me, that I can talk into it and make a note to myself. And I don't necessarily have to delve into it very deep. It might just be a phrase or an idea that I have for a blog post or something that I want to write about. Just, just putting that note in my phone um, or on my iPad. And then I can go back to whatever I'm engaged in and I can feel, you know, that I can go all in on whatever it is I'm doing and be 100% present. Um, because I, I was more frustrated by the fact that I would have these ideas and I would go back and I'd be like, ah, shoot, what the heck was I, what was that? That was a really great blog post idea and it's gone. Um, so that was more frustrating for me than anything else. So now, you know, when I'm, when I'm out and about, you know, if there's something that, that, uh, inspiration strikes, I make sure sure that I, I capture it somehow and then I'm okay. And then I can go back to doing whatever it was I was engaged in. Um, you know, we, I have a very, uh, active life outside of my business. I'm involved in a lot of things and, um, I spend a lot of time with my family. And I think that, you know, just recognizing what your style is, um, goes more, a lot, a longer way to helping you find that, that integration rather than trying to fight the tides of it. Um, you know, I, I think there are people that can go out there and they can turn it off at five o'clock and be done. And that there are others of us who we really struggle with that. So <clears throat> finding, finding your own personal integration, I think is critical to, to your success. Well, I love the word that you're using, um, work-life integration, because I truly believe that, that that's the word is work-life integration, work-life, because I, even myself, I mean, I don't believe that there is such word as balance. I mean, for especially for us entrepreneurs, we are yeah. so driven with and passionate about what we're doing that it's no longer work for us. So I love that word of in, right. yeah, integration. And also design your lifestyle to, uh, I mean, your business around the lifestyle that you want to achieve. And yes, of course, uh, even if we are, for example, doing something or we are with our family, like what Daniel just said with us in that moment, and you have this 
because we are creative individuals. So we all have these flowing ideas and suddenly it will just come and at the, at the moment that you're not expect, it's really important to capture those. Those, and if not, because it, until you do that, you feel like you're not being able to focus. You're not being able to be present in that moment. You are doing so. It's really important to you know give yourself a, a little. Okay, I have to really write this down and then go back to being present in what I say you're doing at that moment. I love that because the, right. that way we don't have to feel guilty about, okay, I should be like really no business at this time or no, not, no, nothing work related, but it doesn't work that way. That's right. <laughs> I found and here's out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And here's the thing about balance. Here's a, here's sort of a visual that I like to think of is, you know, when you think about balance, you think of everything being equaled out. Like, you know, there's, there's a, there's, there's scales and there's things on each side and you keep, putting things on one side or the other until everything is balanced and equal and then nothing is moving. You know, everything is static and that's not how our lives are. That's not who we are as individuals um, and in, in the work that we're doing. So I think there has to be this flow that you find for yourself. Right. And then setting those priorities right so that you know who, what are those priorities that are important to you and then make time for them as needed. That's right. All right, now let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Mm. Success for me is being able to do the work that I really, truly inside feel that I was meant to do. It, it, it is being able to be creative, it's being able to express myself, my beliefs um, in a way that resonates with other people. Uh, it is having a lifestyle where I have that I have defined for myself, you know, where I want to work, uh, the hours I want to work, the people that I want to surround myself with. Um, being being able to uh, have experiences in life to me is, is a more important indicator of success than material things. So I, I'm all about the experiences. I'm all about um, the people that are in my life. So that to me is, is how I define success. Um, and some of the benchmarks that I've used are, you know, am I creating value not only for the people that are in my orbits, but also for myself. Do I value the work that I do? Do I feel that I should be um, well compensated for it? And do I have a lifestyle that affords me the ability to really enjoy my life, to do the things that I would like to do, to support the people that I want to support? Um, and also, you know, how how am I reaching people? I think that was a big, one of my biggest benchmarks of success is um, being able to put myself out there more, being more, being more visible, um, 
not being afraid of that, um, because I think that sometimes we can be afraid of those success benchmarks as well, um, but really embracing it and owning it and um, knowing that it was it's okay and that it's part of the journey. Wow, I love your perspective on success. I mean, success is about creating those great experiences, not only for yourself, but for others uh, through the work that we do, through the works that we are putting out there. Love those uh, um, perspective and love those uh, benchmarks that you've shared because I truly believe also that what is most fulfilling for us are those intangible benefits of being in business. Of course, being profitable is one of our goals because we have to be sustainable in our business. But at the end of the day, I think that what truly makes us happy is knowing that what we're putting out there not only makes us happy, but others as well. We are contributing to somebody else's lives by bettering their lives or making their lives easier because of what we do. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. All right. Now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Mm, okay, let's see here. Um, okay, first of all, I would say the first thing that you need to do is figure out who you are. Um, figure out what you want to do and why you want to do it. Um, I think we, we get this idea in our heads about having our own business and we sort of rush headlong into it. And, and then at the back end comes figuring out who we are and why we do what we do. But I, so I think if, when you start out having that very firm foundation, um, I think defining what your work looks like is really important. You know, how does that show up? What are the things that you you want to be doing and what are the things you don't want to be doing? Uh, it makes it much easier than when you start looking for mentors and coaches. You've already figured out, um, you know, what you don't want to do. So when you have somebody that says, well, I think you need to be doing this, you, you can say with confidence, you know, well, I don't think that's for me, but thank you. Um, I'd like to try it a different way. Um, don't be afraid of failure. Uh, it's going to happen. <laughs> There's no question. It will happen and you will do things that will bomb and, you know, it's okay. It's all, it's, it won't seem like at the time and you have your opportunity to um, sort of grieve over that and, and dust yourself off and, and pick yourself up and keep going because really um, it's a lesson learned. And if you look at it that way, um, then you can really move forward and you can make progress in the way, in a way that feels really good and productive to you rather than getting stuck. And I would say along with that, um, don't pursue perfection, pursue excellence. Cause if you'll get st stuck in that perfectionism mindset and it, it will really, um, be a detriment to your progress. So I think just pursue, pursue excellence and don't worry about the perfection. Um, that was a big sticking point for me and be open to opportunities, uh, things that come your way. Don't be afraid to say yes. 
Wow, great uh, tips there that we all can take action in today. So let me just summarize them again. So the first one is to really figure out who you are, what you want to do and not want to do and how you're going to do it. This is really important. So for our listeners out there, focus on this, figuring, figuring out what, who you really are, who you, who you want to represent and what you want to do and not willing to do because that's important as well. And then mm-hmm. the second one is not being afraid of failure. And if you, because there are failures, oh, I can't trust this enough. I mean, it's all about picking yourself up and learning from, learning from your mistakes and or those failures and picking yourself up and moving forward, moving on, not just, not, not deterring you, not letting those failures deter you from moving forward. And the third one is to don't pursue perfection, but excellence. I love this. I mean, we should, we are all creative individuals and sometimes we are hindered by our sense that we need to be perfect. We need this thing to be perfect, but no, we should strive for excellence. I mean, world-class service or world-class products that we want to put out there. So really big on that as well. So great tips that we all can take action on today. So thank you for sharing those. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool or app that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? Oh, I love Evernote. <clears throat> Excuse me, Evernote. I love it. Um, I have it on my phone. I have it on my iPad. I have it on my desktop. I have it on my laptop. I use it all the time. It, it is just, it has been invaluable. As we talked about before with that whole work-life integration, you know, um, it, that has been an invaluable tool for me just to just to jot down things, just to to um, a, a website that I might want to go back to or a particular piece of information that I want to delve into more um, for organizational um, projects, for um, collaborating with other people. It's just really been a fantastic tool. Yes, I am a big fan of Evernote as well, so I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? I can, absolutely. Um, one of my favorite books is Find Your Strongest Life by Marcus Buckingham. And, and it's it's really about um, finding your strengths and, and owning them and not, not taking them for granted and not thinking that just because you're good at this, everybody else must be good at it. And because it's easy for you, it must not be of value. Um, it's, it's a great book to uncover more of who you are and to really own it. Wow. So that's Find Your Strongest Life by Marques Buckingham. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. I'm definitely going to pick up that book. I mean, who doesn't want to you know, learn about finding your strength and owning them, helping you how to own them. Great uh, resource there. So that's Find Your Strongest Life by Marques Buckingham. And by the way, for our listeners of today's Leading Women, you can now get a free audio download of this book or your favorite one at Audible by going to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Audible. Now, Danielle, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, yes, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero or a superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. Uh, you know, I, um, I sort of subscribe to being my my own superheroine. <laughs> I, the, 
probably sounds really ego based, but I, you know, I, I really feel like when you find your superpowers and lean into them, you kind of come become your own hero. But I will say that somebody I really admire, um, who has been a role model for me has been Brené Brown. Uh, the way that she connects with people, the, what she talks about, about being vulnerable, which I think is such an important component of having a strong personal brand, um, you know, being able to put your out, yourself out there because, you know, and I love what she says about, you know, people who want to put you down or who want to criticize you, if they're not in the game doing it, then, you know, their feedback is not important to you. And so I think that, um, her whole philosophy about daring greatly and, and taking on challenges that, you know, within yourself, you're able to, to really triumph over, um, is, has been very resonant for me. All right. Yes. I truly believe that all of us within us are, we are all our unique, uh, we are superheroes in our unique ways. I truly believe in that. And of course, Brene Brown is such a role model, such an inspiration out there. All right, mm -hmm. Danielle, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you and then we'll end from there. Okay, uh, so the biggest benefit that your listeners can get uh, with my service is developing a strong resonant and aligned brand. Um, I do my work through using archetypes, which are a very right brained way of, of connecting with who you are for um, tapping into your tone, your brand voice and vibe and really um, attracting the right people to you so that your brand stands out above everybody else's and you're able to differentiate yourself from everyone else. So that's, that's really, um, what the biggest benefit is. Plus you, of course that leads to, um, more profitability and, um, more people knowing your work. So that is, my biggest benefit. And if you go to daniellemmiller.com, you can find out more about the services that I offered. And in addition to that, you can also take a brand archetype discovery quiz, which I have created. It's a set of 15 questions that you can take and you can discover your leading archetype and you can get a very detailed, personalized uh, brand archetype PDF around your leading archetype that will tell you your archetype strengths. It will talk about your archetype voice and vibe. It will give you examples. It will talk about challenges and it will talk to you about how to create a brand experience around your, using your archetype. So I'm really excited about that. That's something that has just recent, I've recently developed and is uh, now on um, my website and available for people to take. Wow, that sounds really interesting, and I'm sure we all can ma uh, make good use of that. So that's daniellemmiller.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there, daniellemmiller.com, and take that quiz, take that brand archetype discovery quiz, and I'm going to do it myself as well. That will really help us not only to stand up, but to stand out uh, uh, stand out, out there in a crowded market, and also to be to um, sign in, sign up for her newsletter or whatever she's putting out there so that she can be updated on when she's 
putting things out there that are useful for us as, as entrepreneurs. So that's daniellemmiller.com. I highly encourage you to go there now, sign up, and then take take this brand archetype discovery quiz that Danielle is putting out there. So that's daniellemmiller.com. And by the way, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Danielle Miller or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, that link is daniellemmiller.com. Danielle, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Oh, thank you so much for having me today, Marie. It's been uh, an absolute delight. Thank you. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as DLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.